Hey, it's Tuesday the 22nd of January 2019 and this is the Tuesdaycast. I'm Hermione. Um, uh, I've just been watching uh, the wonderful Senator Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez being interviewed by Stephen Colbert. Um, and um, I watched a couple of Colbert monologues, which I like to do. Um, it's just sort of relaxing relaxing evening entertainment and it I like I do really like to follow what's going on in the world the Trump shutdown is entering it uh, well the day of the monologue recording the Trump shutdown was in its 31st day um you can hear the birds in the background I'm just sitting out in the backyard it's actually really quite warm in my house and it's hard to function in the heat I'm not brilliant in the heat I've often likened my um my, uh, what's the word, like temperament constitution myself to a, a, a leaf of baby spinach or a daisy and I just wilt. I don't, I don't need to be in the hot for long and before I lose my structure and shape. And I also find it kind of hard to think clearly in the heat. So <laughs> it's probably best not to ask me complicated questions in the heat. Uh, I found a couple of really, well, there's been some really distressing news in Melbourne in particular, in Australia more broadly. Um, the rape and murder of another young woman who should have been able to get home safely um, by an unknown assailant with no previous history of attacking anybody. Um, and it just, the, the, the young woman, uh, I don't really know how to say her name. It's like, uh, Aya, Aya, Marsawa. Uh, I really don't, I really don't know. Um, unfortunately, I, I haven't heard how to say it. I'm going to try and write her name this, this week, hopefully. Um, she was learning Chinese and really proficient in languages. And it's just, it's such... I mean, I'm sort of getting to the point where I don't want to call these events tragedies anymore because they make me far too angry. They're so unjustifiable. And at the root cause of it is a presumed um, right to female bodies by men in our society and the perception that a woman is an object that uh, doesn't have any agency. It's, I don't, and I know that's not. I know that's not true. Lots of people, lots of people in the world know that that's not true. But it seems to be a really ingrained and persistent belief, and it's just so damaging, and it's just so rage inducing you know there's another young woman who won't get to live her life won't get to reach her potential it's yeah it's awful and the fear and the rage that you walk around that that you walk around with if you are a young woman when you are a young woman is justified it's justified Really, you you have a right and a reason 
to feel concerned for your safety at every moment. I mean, I can't think of a single time when I've been walking in public and not been completely aware of my surroundings. I don't like people walking behind me. I don't, um, if someone tries to catch my eye, I will studiously avoid them. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and this is this is different from wanting to be approached by someone who you're attracted to. It's like, it's more like negotiating the public space and your safety. I mean, if people don't know you, they probably shouldn't. I don't know. I really don't know. It almost seems like in in pushing for a, a piece of public life, we've exposed ourselves to this incredible risk and our mistake is feeling confident that we are welcome in this public space for who we are. Um, and I think that, you know, interviews with people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they give me hope, but then news like the death of this young woman in Melbourne, it's got to be tempered by extreme caution. Um, I continue to be concerned about the... Um, degradation of the environment of the planet that we live on um, the interesting interview reported uh, not interview a speech I think made in Davos which always makes me think of Bravo so David Attenborough who was voted Britain's most trustworthy celebrity I've often referred to David Attenborough as the prince of our people he is he's the logical king of the humans the white humans I think um sure who that makes the Queen. Actually, I'd really love it if the Queen was someone like Amy Sedaris. I was just watching a great um, At Home with Amy Sedaris uh, short video that was on YouTube. I love Amy Sedaris. I think she's one of my favourite people. She's saying she doesn't entertain so much, but it's nice to see that she still has rabbits. and She has her books colour, organised by colour. So, <laughs> oh dear. It's nice to see someone who is actually more eccentric than oneself um taking it taking it further go hard or go home <laughs> um so i don't know if i mentioned but we we got a little kitten and i'm um, doing my best to be a responsible pet owner i have booked the little kitten which is probably sid's probably 10 weeks old now maybe eight weeks um in for a microchipping and she'll need to be desexed and wormed and vaccinated and all those sorts of things and I know I think it's such a shame that expense is what puts people off doing the right thing um yeah it's mm, it's quite disturbing really it's it seems such a shame when subsidizing things that would actually solve problems in the long run really isn't as expensive as allowing people to avoid things just because of their cost but I was saying that vets, um, I think it was an article, you hear her going, meow, 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 she's um, at the back door wanting me to come back in because I'm her mum, I'm her mum. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that vets were subject to a lot of uh, at-work abuse and a lot of um, mental health issues. Uh, people used emotional blackmail to um, make them guilt them for charging the fees. But there's a really interesting comment in that article which said, it was, was a quote from a vet saying, 
we perform the same complicated surgeries and interventions as we do on people, but they're not subsidised in the same way that treatment of humans for humans is. And therefore, it is an expensive thing. You know, having a pet, going to the vet, doing the right thing, it is expensive. And I think it's very difficult in a culture of instant gratification to resist the impulse to acquire something um, because you really can't afford to maintain it. So I'm, I am prepared to sacrifice things that I want so that this kitten has the right care. And I, uh, yeah, I'm just, that's, that's what I've signed up for. So on that note, I think there's, there's hope in that, isn't there? That maybe wisdom will prevail and maturity hasn't, hasn't played its last hand. And, um, I don't think that the direction that we've been heading in for the last, say, 40 years was ever sustainable and I think that the last prop prop ups and crutches and subsidies and yeah the infrastructure that protects that from its own unsustainability is crumbling and I'll be really um I don't know if I'm excited I don't know if I'm terrified but I'm certainly interested to see what happens when it does unravel and lose its grip on our world because really we, we can't survive it the way it is now so what have we got to lose by trying a different way yeah on that note you take care of yourself especially if it's really really hot or really really cold or really crazy weather or it might be flooding or you have a pet take care of yourself take care of the people in your lives and I will see you next Tuesday <laughs>